I've asked Yankee Meyer to join me. Yankee and I have been trying to reach each other for about the last month. <laughs> In this era of great technology, you'd think we'd be better at it than that. Um, uh, oh, because about a month ago, I first had my thoughts of getting him on the air to talk about summer safety and uh, different uh, reminders that Miss Oskim gives us on an annual basis, but whatever. Didn't work out. We finally connected yesterday and decided to do a few minutes on the air this morning as we talk about his amazing organization and some of the things you need to know during this summer. Yankee Meyer, Miss Oskim, well, <clears throat> welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nochum. Great always talking to you. Uh, a lot of people asked us about that summer safety booklet that we usually give out before the summer. Right. And we opted for this year. We're probably going to do it sometime in the beginning of the school year Ooh. instead. Try to do a change with other other issues and other topics that we should be addressing. So we hope to do it then. And the one that you put out last year is certainly good enough for this summer. So That's if, correct. If people have it, they should uh, certainly use it. Um, well, I always hesitate to ask you this question halfway through the first month of the summer, but... How has the summer been so far, Yankee Meyer? Summer's been hectic for all of us. Uh, you know, just this past Sunday night, there was this horrific accident on the New, the New York 17 at 11.30, 11.45 at night, heading down after a visiting day up in the Catskills, where this couple was involved in a horrific accident. Uh, we were out there on the scene that night for quite a while. Uh, luckily, Bor Hashem, they're alive, although they, they need surgery, they need a full shalema. But uh, this just shows you how dangerous the roads are. Uh, from what I'm being told, I think they were standing both outside of the vehicle on the 17. I was pulled over on the shoulder when they were struck. Wow. And this just shows you that it's, it's a mokum sakona when you drive on these roads. Uh, some of the state police that I've been in contact with over the last couple of weeks have mentioned to me that there's been quite a few accidents up in the country, and quite a few of them have been related to texting People texting while they were on the while they were driving. Uh, these roads, you're not supposed to be texting when you're in the city, and let alone you know, on the country roads where they're not straight, they're hilly. You're not used to driving them. Where you're inch, inches away from a cliff, and many times. That's correct, and you're inches away from a head-on collision as well right. on the other side. Right. Uh, put your phone away. Uh, there was one guy that was involved in a horrific accident where they found his laptop computer open, and he was in the middle of sending a message. In his car. You can't play with this stuff. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So it's it's a, been a, hectic, but a, then by us it's been hectic, unfortunately, every day of the year. This was an unprecedented year of what we had to deal with. Uh, Case-wise, uh, it's just been it's just been day after day, uh, one sort of bigger than the next. Go back for a minute to this whole issue of driving in the Catskills. You're in touch with so many... Uh, people, so many officers who uh, work for New York State Troopers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, Highway Patrol, etc. Um, is there a uh, how do I put this? Is there an epidemic of speeding up in that region? Or because I know that you know years ago people would uh, would drive and uh, you know with reckless abandon very often. Unfortunately, has that been curbed at all? Is, are, are things have things slowed down? Are people safer up there or not? I, I would I would tend to say yes. There's been a much a much more of an awareness made to the safe driving, you know, uh, to stopping you know teenagers from driving as much as possible. They, the camps don't let it. There's a lot that has been curbed. There's a lot of education, a lot of awareness that's been done out there, and then you know there's been the the arm of the law that's been 
stretched out by giving summonses. Right. Uh, you know, you go through today a construction site. It says 45 miles per hour. So what's the common mistake everybody says? That, that it's only valid when you're driving through, you know, when they're doing construction. Right. That's trap number one on the New York 17 because it's 24 hours a day, whether they're working or whether they're not. So if, when you see that sign, uh, you know, 45 miles an hour, and you're driving down to the city, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, you can rest assured there's going to be a state trooper hiding somewhere to catch you. Yeah. And more and more people are getting caught. Uh, a friend of mine's nephew was, was, was caught this week Sunday speeding. That's what he pulled him over for. And when he was finished with him, he wrote him six summonses. Oh, boy. So they, they've been out there. They've been out there as a joint venture. They, you know, we always know they come with the, cell, the weekends that they crack down on cell phones, week down, weekends that they crack down on, on, on seat belts, week down, weekends that they crack down on, on speeding. Uh, they've been out there. They've been enforcing it vig- vigorously. Uh, and, 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 and has it gotten better? Yes, I would say it's gotten better. Don't forget, Nahum, they upped the speed limit to 65. Right. The old days, it used to be 55. Right. Yankee Myers with us, Miss Oskin. We talk about, we, you alluded to what goes on on Sunday night. Obviously, a lot of traffic back from the Catskills. Uh, what about Friday? Uh, sunsets around 8.30. How late are people leaving the city to get up to the Catskill region for Shabbos? I'm being told that this week was a disaster. Uh, for some reason, the construction that was supposed to be wrapped up, I hear, was not wrapped up. And there were people from Muncie that I know took four hours to get to the country. Wow. From Muncie. I know people, uh, one of my workers left the city at one thirty. He pulled into South Wolfsburg. Uh, it was almost 7 o'clock. So you don't recommend leaving Brooklyn at 6 p.m. on Friday? No, absolutely not. You probably, you're probably not allowed to do it. Right, that's true. Unless you have where to stay along the way. Right. Has that happened yet? Have you heard of communities that have to open up their homes this I, summer? I didn't hear about it yet this summer, <laughs> but, but that doesn't mean it didn't Yeah, happen. I'm sorry for laughing, but it is, it, 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 there is something uh, funny about it that, uh, that literally people call from the road and say, hey, it's 15 minutes till Shabbos, you know, what's my closest Jewish community that I can go to? And and you know and uh and uh, get and and get a night's sleep at someone's house all right uh miss Oskim has announced their annual raffle campaign you have a chance to win a safer torah a minivan or $20,000 in cash you have always told us this is one of your most important fundraisers of the year that's correct and this keeps everybody at Miss Oskim uh, very busy with all the different things you're doing. It's not just uh, preparing and carrying out uh, what's necessary for a shiva, which, of course, you're doing for hundreds, if not thousands of families already at this point. Uh, but in addition to that, it's all the different things you're called upon by the community uh, at a moment's notice. It could be somebody whose uh, license was suspended and is sa- sitting behind bars, and you have to act immediately to try to get them, uh, you know, try to get them back home. Or it could be, uh, uh one of these accidents or a, uh, a, a negotiation that has to go on with a medical examiner. I mean, the list goes on and on. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll take off from you and me spoke back in the winter. It wasn't the winter anymore. The end of the winter when this tragic fire took place of the Sasson family. Right. And, and, and this is where we managed to bring everything together of all the courses we put in to keep in touch with all the various city, state, and federal agencies on a daily basis. That by the time Shabbos was over, uh, you know, with that terrible fire that took taken place and seven children lost their lives, everything mm-hmm. was in place that at least the legal system that had to be dealt with uh, was able to be done in a way where it would minimize any more pain to the Sassoon family. Right. 
and 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 you know to, to, to show me another place in the country where where you have uh, you know the medical examiner should open up an office for us at three thirty in the morning uh, that they wanted they had the interest to make sure that we could make the earliest flight out with these erroneous tests to show. Uh, so much so that they even sent in a, a technician, a computer technician, should the computers go down. Mm. Uh, he should be able to, to get them up and running as quickly as possible. This comes from us dealing with them throughout the year. You know, there's two, there was two big things that we, the organization managed to accomplish over the year. And, and one of them, which was, you know, there's a law in, in New York that states that if a body is not claimed within 48 hours, from when one passes away, by law the medical examiner has to give it over to uh, embalming school, which you know they teach people how to become funeral directors, or to a medical institution that requests it. And they were sued by uh, one of the medical schools for not turning over one of the funeral home schools for not turning over the bodies quick enough. Wow! And we went to task with it, and I got to give. Senator Felder, a lot of credit for this, and together with Assemblyman Samanowitz from Queens, uh, they managed to introduce a bill to undo this. And before they finished for the summer, the Senate passed it. Uh, the New York Senate passed it that they're not going to have to have now uh, somebody sign off. A family member has to sign off before a body goes mm. to any, any medical institution or any, any school. Uh, for any sort of uh, learning or whatever else they want to use these bodies for. A very positive arrangement for our community. Uh, it, it's not only for, for our community. You know, Our argument that we gave them, this has nothing to do with religion. This has to do with decency. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of people from third world countries that are here. They work hard to make a living. They're sending money back to the family. And accidents happen. Somebody passes away. It could take months till the family knows even that the person died. Right. So does that mean that person is not entitled to a normal burial, his body, you know, being buried normally? Or does that mean that person has to go to medical school and get diced up and then and then get come to burial? Right. So this is going to put a stop to it. And unless there's a signature from a family member or he left a will that that's what the person wanted, you won't be able to do it anymore. And there was a lot of haggling, a lot of back and forth. We had to go through all the opposition that came up on it. And now we're just waiting for the assembly to pass it. And as soon as that's passed, we hope that it'll become law. Uh, that took a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of meetings. And, and, and Simcha Felder was the one who, who spearheaded the whole thing for us. And we really publicly want to thank him. The medical examiners thank him. You know, that was just that was just one thing. You know, Last week we had this big meeting that took place where we introduced. There's a new director for the FBI here in New York, uh, Mr. Diego Rodriguez. Uh, he came here in December. The man has, I think, between eleven or 1,200 agents under him. He covers from here all the way up past Newburgh, New York, past Livingston Manor in Sullivan County. Very, very big area that's his. And we decided we wanted to introduce him, show him the other side of the Jewish community, the main side of the Jewish community, that you know something. The only time they get to see us is when they're in the neighborhood making arrests. <laughs> and it was, we said it was time to let's show them what, what the community is all about. And, and I could say that the Kiddush Hashem that came out of this last week when we did this on Tuesday was unreal. Uh, one by one, we, we brought them together with numerous law enforcement agencies from all over the city, from all over the state. And, and uh, one by one, they got up to say, I'll tell you this much, uh, the deputy superintendent from the Port Authority Police Department, Mr. Ed Setnar, at the time of the Sima Shas, he was a lieutenant colonel in the New Jersey State Police. 
he was in charge of securing MetLife Stadium for the Sima Shahs. 2,500 members of law enforcement. It was their dry run for the Super Bowl. It was their, their big test that they had in MetLife Stadium. And we dealt with them literally from the morning till at night, uh, dealing this, this whatever it was entailed in, in this, putting together this detail. He got up to say, he says, it's because of this event that I did with the New Jersey State Troopers and the sensitivity, sensitivity training that my troopers got, that the entire perspective of the Jewish community was changed. Wow by the New Jersey State Police was thanks to this event and it was thanks to engaging the community. You know, so th- th- this speaks volumes. When you get a chief of the fire department, Mr. Mr. Leonard, Chief Leonard, get up to say, he says, Erev Pesach, we have a customer burning the bread. Uh, they used to walk out anywhere between 15 to 30 people landing up in burn centers mm. you know, from getting critically burned. So he, told, he got up there and told the director, he says, we engage the community. We sat down with them, we helped them out, and look what came of it. The last bunch of years, it was down to zero. Wow. To, to, which, to which Mr. Diego Rodriguez answered to us afterwards. He, he said to us that this was an eye-opener. He didn't know, you know, the level of volunteerism that's in the community, the level of cooperation with all these different agencies. And he even offered us to come in and engage the community in teaching them what the cyber crimes are, how easy it is how easy it is today for them to detect and to follow you. And I'll tell you just a, you know, a, little, a little story that, that happened to us. A couple of weeks ago, you know, when Detective Lou was the two police officers that were so brutally killed this year in December. So by Detective Lou's funeral, which was on a Sunday, it was right here outside of Borough Park, we managed to set up three coffee stations for the police officers and bathrooms with running water. Uh, my volunteers gave out that day about 5,500 cups of coffee. Hmm. And we were invited into one police plaza by the police commissioner to receive a recognition award. Uh, the organization got a recognition award for, for what was done. When we were finished, we were invited to come into the Joint Operations Center, known as the Jack in uh, NYPD in one police plaza, a fascinating room. And I was there with uh, my partner in crime, Mayor Weil, and they asked us who wants to give his plate number from his car. And Mayor offered to give his plate number of his car. And they punched it in. And right there on the big screen, they brought up when he went through the last time, the battery tunnel, when he was on the Verrazano Bridge, when wow. he passed this street corner. That's right. <laughs> Everything with pictures. There he was. Oh, so uh, the technology where it has come to, and, and it, it's just unreal. Yeah, well, it's a little so. bit scary, but it is unreal, that's for sure. Um, yeah, Yankee Meyer is with us. Misaskin is, of course, the organization, and your outreach, uh, the, what you just described, your outreach to the uh, different uh, law enforcement officials, government officials, it is so much appreciated. It makes it so much easier for so many people in the community because of the work you're doing. Uh, let's talk for a moment about uh, how people can support the organization. This Ms. Askim uh, annual raffle comes to a close when? Comes to a close in Metzeshem this week or Shoydish. This is in on Friday? Hopefully. And um, it, literally, people could win, and you've described this in the past, a Safer Torah, a minivan, $20,000 in cash, or an Israel vacation. Oh, they got Excuse me, all they have to do is purchase their tickets. What do they do? Go to misaskim.org? Misaskim.org. And I, I'm if I could, I'd like to talk about that for one second. Please. There, 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 there's this past year, Misaskim, uh, Misaskim uh, serviced close to 2,300 
Bate Avelum, or here within the tri-state area. Shiva houses. That's, that's Shiva houses. You're talking that's close to uh, about 8,000 people that sat Shiva this past year. And I'm, I'm going to tell it to you, most of the people that we service, we don't walk out with any donations from them. Right. Uh, we send them a letter afterwards, and even then, nothing comes in. This this operation, the costs of it are, are climbing from day to day. It's not only because of the shiver houses, it's everything else that we do, the assignment trips that we do a couple of times a year. You know, this past year, we, we gave out $19,000 in Hanukkah Gulf for the assignment in our community communities over here and there's so much more that we could do and all all we need is just the community to step up to the plate a little bit and help us out we can't do it without the financial support everybody out there is asked to respond miss oscom's work is noteworthy it is legendary and everybody out there has an opportunity to support it this is the last week of the miss oscom 5775 raffle campaign the winner will win a safer torah or a minivan or twenty thousand dollars in cash or and Israel Vacation. Purchase tickets online and support this amazing organization by going to misaskim.org, M-I-S-A-S-K-I-M.org. You want to give out a phone number if someone wants to purchase them over the phone? 718-854-4548. All right. Yankee, good luck. We want to see your uh, organization continue to flourish. Yashikov, for all the work you're doing, of course, during the summer months and all year round. Thank you, Nochum. And everybody should have a healthy and a safe Summer. Amen to that. Afreilachin and a gazunten zimmer, everybody. Let's make it a safe summer. A lot of visiting days this Sunday, a lot of them, including hours up at Camp Masoro. Let's hope it's a a safe journey for everybody back and forth, and to be careful up there in the Catskill and Pocono regions. Uh, Miss Askim has a website where you could purchase tickets online for their raffle, missaskim.org. They have a phone number, 718 718- Eight five four four five four eight seven one eight eight five four four five four eight. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.